You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. I'm Hunchy Henry Graves, and this is The Way on Culture Play Radio. Today, we're going to be talking to some friends of mine from up in Maryland, and we're going to let the young lady introduce herself first. Come to Yama Mama to the um, audience on Culture Play. Nearly. <laughs> Millie, and she's um, at, from um, Tang Soo Do, and it's called... Kids Karate. Kids Karate. And also yes, we have kids. Bam with us, Willie Bam Johnson. How you doing, sir? Oh, I'm blessed, sir. How are you? Well, we all doing great here. We're doing great here. So, real quick, we're going to listen in a little bit and let you tell us, Bam, about some programs that you got going out. And let's talk about those. Okay. I think that, uh, of course, the Point MMA, the new sport that we created uh, that uh, is all over the country right now, along with the crazy athletics that a lot of people are competing in, uh, which is a component of a program we are launching in the communities called the Complete Martial Artist Coaching Course, which our goal is, is to develop coaches all over the world as outreach programs to help kids from all different walks of life, from the suburbs to the inner city, being able to get involved in the basic components of martial arts from a, a fitness and a technical standpoint. Um, and then it allows them to also compete too. So our goal is to really create coaches that can go throughout the, the world with the young teenagers that are being overseen by a lot of adults. Okay. And you're um, recently you you recently got on board with one of those programs. Yes, I did. So you know exactly the benefit of it as well. Yes, I did. It's a it's a great program, and I definitely highly endorse it, and I recommend it. And perhaps you know, even myself here in Florida, I hope to represent you well down here in the state of Florida, and then pass that knowledge on. And I liked your um, ideology about, as you know, it's something that we all can share and bring to the world. And real quick, I'm going to jump over to the senora and let us ask a question. Ma'am, how long have you been practicing karate? Uh, I have it three years. Three years. And in the three yeah. years, and what belt do you hold? Now I have it red belt. Red belt? And in what system? Yeah. What system? Uh, uh, the system is Avance. Avance? Advance. Yeah. Advance. And Avance. is it Taekwondo, uh-huh. Tangsu Do, Taekwondo? No, Taksu. Tang Tangsu Do. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. And what do you and like about it? I have a green belt in Kobudo. Oh, and so you work, you work with weapons. Yeah, and, 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 weapons. and which weapon you like the best? Uh, now I have it in the intermedio. Okay. Intermedio. And uh, I have it now in Sayi. First is Bo, and the second is Sayi, uh, second is Kama, uh, and the finish is, uh, is War. Oh, really? So yeah. you don't like the Katana? Yeah, I have it. Yeah? <laughs> I have it, War. That's, that's, that's my Katana. Yeah. I have it, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. I see the two. Uh, okay, I get to see her here live, guys. I wish you could see this young lady with the house full of all her martial art things. 
And we're, we're going to come back to her, you know, and she got a wonderful story. I want, she, I want her to share that with you. But I want to get back to Bam real quick because the program that we're talking about, Point MMA, and with this program, it's, it's a lot of physicality in it. And, and But if the kids are learning control, are they learning discipline, or are they learning to be violent? What is the whole um, thing with this? Well, Point MMA, let's just look at it. It's the flag football of martial arts. Um, one of the things that we know in martial arts is the highest level of accomplishment is to be able to spar. I mean, that's one of the things that everybody wants to be able to do, but we know in the past a lot of people weren't able to do it because it became so violent and so rigid. And when you look at MMA on, you know, nobody wants their kids in the cage. And I know I don't want my kid in the cage. So when we look at con concussions and the violence that is associated with uncontrollable sparring, yet at the same time, kids need to go through that sort of training to just build up confidence. So what we created was point MMA. Are you technically ready? Okay. That means your technique. The proper way to kick, the proper way to punch, the proper way to move. And if you are confident and you know how to execute techniques in a proper manner under pressure, you're less likely going to want to fight. People who fight are people who don't know how to fight. People that understand the, uh, each side of fighting, be it the, the hurt side and the, and the non-hurt side, they don't want to hurt nobody. They want to just be confident, being able to be technically ready for to prevent fights, be more technically ready to be successful in life and school and that's all point me allows us to be able to do it allows our kids to be able to be prepared for whatever mind body and spirit and if they're prepared like that as a, as a complete martial artist less likely to have them to want to go out there and fight if they want to go into the ring and become a fighter one day they can but we're trying to develop champions for life not champions for the next UFC fighting match. Okay, well, like, with the program that you got, like, um, Ms. Morelli. Morelli. Is that something that she could do and she could get into this? I mean, she's used to yeah. doing... I mean, um, anybody, just because if you're in Tang Soo Do or Shotokan or Kung Fu, it, it, it crosses the, um, the boundaries for everyone to do. Is this something she could pick up and get relatively um, proficient in? Let's remember, Point MMA was based upon a sports karate circuit. Out of one world championships on NASCAR, you know, all those different tournaments, the Capital Classics, out of one. We didn't. So, we, as a matter of fact, we launched Point MMA at the U.S. Capital Classic oh. um, as a legitimate sport. So, it had been at the Battle of Atlanta. It had been all over the country. It, it's a missing link to make sports karate more revolutionary for today's time. Okay. When you look at point fighting where you punch, you stop. This is still point fighting, point sparring, but it's a continuation because it wants you to get in shape. It wants to fix the weaknesses of our sport. And once again, like, you know, you see me on the front, front cover of Black Belt Karate Magazine, yes. Karate Illustrated and all of that. So I took the weaknesses of our sports karate and we brought about elements that can allow people to see it and enjoy it but what it, what it really is, it should be developed great athletes so anybody can do it. It don't matter what style, what system, what age, or, uh, you know, where you come from. You can do point MMA. It enhances what you already have. Oh, okay. Well, somebody, do you think that's something you would like to try? 
Yeah. Yeah, you would like to try that? You you like the fish you say you train for 40 minutes every day. Would you like to give something like this or try the program? Now I've seen it. Let me tell you. I, I have a program. Yeah, yeah, every day. Yeah, I have a program every day. Okay. Sometimes I practice my stance, my punch, my kick, stretch every day. Okay. Different program every day. Okay. My okay. balance. Uh, yeah, I, I every day me I have a one program. One day me I practice my balance, my punch, my kick every time. Because when we finish the tournament, me I listen the the George and they asking me you need your punch, your balance, and then me I see and the practice. Okay, yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. The the program that he's talking about is it throws in like I, I was doing some of the um he got a tutorial and you go to this ultimate martial art program and when you it shows you different punches, it shows you how to do different kicks, it even have some forms in it, good forms. And it goes through a different series of exercises, how to get your body in good shape. Even I, me, who, I, I mean, I used to be very physical, but as you get older, a lot of things your body won't allow you to do, right? So, but yeah. the elements that I've seen, what he got, you can work at any age. And, I, and, I, and, I, and that's what I like so much about it. You know, it's helping to get people in pretty good shape. And you don't, you know, you don't have to rush to do it. You can take your time and do it and get through it. But the, the main idea of martial arts, I think, was to help us develop, like you said it very clearly, sir, mind, body, and spirit. Do you guys, and you guys can talk about this amongst yourself, do you guys see the new virtual, virtual karate, online karate, do you see it ending or you see it staying around for a long time? Yeah. Oh, well, virtual's not going anywhere. It's our new norm. It's going to be fifty percent virtual and fifty percent in person. It's it was on the it was on the cutting edge uh, five years ago. Now, Corona forced us to have to just jump into it. But everybody's been trying to figure it out, and fitness been doing it for you know for the long time. And, and let's remember something: for many people that don't like it and complain about it, remember, think about this: simulation training is virtual training. Okay. And simulated training is what astronauts do before they fly up into space, right? True. So if an astronaut can learn how to fly a spaceship through simulated training and go to space and come back, why can't people learn martial arts and become great? You know, you're around that. You're a little older than me, but I came up doing martial arts from watching movies. And look how great I became. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that's what Morelia is saying, too. She said she practiced a lot on her own, and she got a, a, her own way of doing it. Is that what you're trying to say? You practice, you have a program set for yourself, just like most of us done, looking at Bruce Lee movies, Jackie Chan movies, or whatever. We like them when we start doing the practice and start doing the kicks, start doing the punches, and then we, <laughs> we, we set out some to find some instructors. And then from that point on, we started making a way of the martial arts a way of our life. We started doing it every day. And when your story is so unique that you took it to another level, sir. You you know, not only did you do it every day, you wanted to reach out and bring other people that had experiences similar to yours and teach them how to come out of that and go to something else and become um, self-sufficient. And um, I, I don't know. I'm, in, in El Salvador, I was talking with her. She told me it's not a lot of karate over there. 
It's not a lot. Yeah. It's not a lot. So you have to like kind of pick and choose where you go and, or you just have to look at DVDs or movies or how do you get your training when you somewhere like that? Or you think this virtual training could help people? Could you go online and teach people in El Salvador if you got a chance? Yeah, my daddy have a Chotocan in El Salvador. Me oh, your father, okay. Yeah. Okay, oh, it's claro, claro. And so, and so, bam, it's like, can this work even in El Salvador? Can we get a, a uh, if they got the internet and we can put the point MMA and they can practice it, you, you're saying this is how virtual going to revolutionize the whole world. Is that correct, sir? Right, and that's why we created the course that you have so yeah. people can practice martial arts. My goal as a martial artist, I've been doing martial arts since I was six. I'm 56. When you transition to a certain level of martial arts, in order to be a great teacher, you got to be a great giver. And a real black belt is one that looks for solutions to the problems of martial arts. No, there is no complete system, no complete way. What we do is look for the weaknesses, and it's our duties when we become more, you know, uh, you know, more advanced. How do we enhance? the art so they can be continue to impact more people. Point MMA is what me and my wife did to evolve sports karate to a whole new level. And also remember, not since Point MMA has there ever been a structured sparring curriculum. I don't care what system of martial arts there have been. There has never been a structured system of sparring. You got your belt and they said bow and fight. Am I correct? That's, That's correct. What you did. That's correct. <laughs> that, I mean, that is correct. Um, and good. I'm sorry. And and um, I'm just thinking about when I started in my martial art training. I was with my sensei for seven years before I got a belt. I didn't even have a white belt. I mean, I practiced with him for seven years before I even got a belt. And Only on the culture. You are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture. You are listening to the culture radio. Only on the culture. You are listening to. And then with Shotokan, but it was in cushion. And we fought with bare rain. It was raining. So we trained like that. And um, I remember my sensei telling me the best training that I could do was get in front of a mirror and train. And I never understood that as a kid because I'm like, well, I want to, you know, I want to spar with Michael, my best friend. I want to spar with him. I want to have somebody there. But now I'm looking at the virtual thing and realizing, you know, by me doing that shadow boxing, we called it, maybe call it shadow boxing. And I, I became yeah. faster. I became quicker. I didn't break the mirror. So I learned how to control without breaking my mother's mirror. Because <laughs> if I broke the mirror, I was going to get a whoop and a pop out. So I learned how to get control. So... Like you said, we can benefit from online, from training, from learning how to do that. It's just like teaching people how to, like how to fly. I, one time I went to an uh, aircraft show and got into one of them simulated um, helicopters. And I was flying a helicopter, but then when I didn't do something right, I crashed. I didn't, you know, crash in real life, but I crashed, but I learned how to control that helicopter by doing that simulation. So I understand what you're saying about that. Now, ma'am, when you're practicing, do you have anything that you would like to tell the young people a certain way, like how you do your kata when you practice or when you do your kicks? Do you have any explanation to, to tell them what you would like to practice on or how, to, how would you set up a practice for them? 
Yeah, and the, sometimes me practice in the my kata, uh, and they have it, uh, the people, and they have a um, different belt, and then me asking, or me help you. Me, I help you and the people, and then my son, me, I help you, my son. Mm-hmm. My son have a green belt, and then me say, I, I help you for the kata. Mm-hmm. But the kata practice every day, too. Okay. Yeah. So you 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 practice the kata and you do the kata with the weapons and you do the kata with the empty hand. And yeah. then what about sparring? Do you do any kind of shadow boxing or sparring or kumite? Yeah, I, I have it in the in the my big uh this one. Uh-huh. I I practice every day. Okay. So you have yeah. a punching bag in your house. <laughs> yeah, I have a punch bag and the ah. makiwara. Makiwara board. Yeah, okay. <laughs> wow. So that's how you get your workout in. Yeah, I practice and this one and the one day and the makiwara for the my punch, but everything have a control. Yeah. <laughs> everything have a control. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Everything have control. Yeah. That's very yeah. important. And um, I would like you to listen for a minute to Bam explain some of the things that he that um. Well, I'm so happy with this guy. I really like what this young man is doing. I'm 63. He's 51 or 56. 56. I'm sorry. I don't want to take nothing from you because you earned it. You earned all them years. Um, I, I like to listen to you. I want you to hear some of the things that he's bringing to innovate point karate, not just not just kata, or, or, or but but actually point karate. I looked at the video. I was watching again. I watch. I watch your sons, and I watched. I think they were really a lot younger than they probably are now with the program that I'm looking at. And I like the right. controller. Even the, I think you said he was three years old at the time. How much control he had? Like she has a son that's eight, and he does. Do he do? Do he fight, ma'am? Do your son fight? Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. really recommend if you can. This program that Willie the Bam Johnson had got for you to to look at it. I, we'll try to send you the um, the website. I'll send you some information. It is a, such a good form a program um, that young people can use to um, to enhance to make better. You know, okay. I mean, sometimes we um, can. Can you tell a little bit about the the monthly thing you're doing or what you're doing with the WFM? Because you like the WFM WFM, right? You do yeah. the virtual. So can you tell me a little bit how you um, and the WFM has gotten together? Okay. Well, first of all, the crazy athletics that everybody compete with, that is a part of Point MMA. Every workout with Point MMA starts off with crazy athletics. That, um, to be honest, what I realized with martial arts, because it's so static, and I'm speaking as an athlete, I've been competing for a long time and, one of the things that we do in our school, even before when we were doing point MMA, always did forms, fighting weapons, demo, every division in a tournament we did. And we always been able to win with that. And our students been able able to win with that. And we come from a basis, my foundation is Kung Fu, and my wife's is Taekwondo. Oh. Um, but what but what I realized, and I'm not trying to be funny about this. When you train your muscles to remember a kata, you don't have to practice once you visualize and, you're, and you've been doing that kata over and over and over. So when I won world championships, sometimes I didn't even practice. I just showed up at the tournament 
and do muscle memory, your kata, you won. Hmm. Now, if I had to go and run again, this, this, think about this. If you ask most world champion cotters like John Chung and George Chung, uh-huh. once you got muscle memory, you don't have to practice. You just show up for that three minutes, do your kata, and because you have practiced it and mastered it, you still can beat the competition. Well, I, I mean, ma'am, have you ever done that? I mean, if you went to a tournament before and you didn't practice a lot and you still did real good doing your kata? Yeah. Still, I, yeah. I still won yeah. a world championship. Wow. Yeah. Well, I got confirmation. She said she'd done the same thing also. So what's different is that we don't do that no more. I want to train massive athletes. If you take crazy athletics and you take one minute and don't stop and do a, and do as many burpees at a high rapid pace in one minute, I don't care what belt you got. I guarantee you most people can't do crazy athletics without stopping. If you didn't seen it. Yes. I can't do it. I didn't see those kids do many push. Now, when I was in the military, they used to have this physical contest, right? You get down, you do your exam, how many push-ups you can do in a minute, how many sit-ups, how many pull-ups, how many jumping jacks. The other day, I seen a kid doing burpees. On crazy yeah. athletics. Yeah, I very respect the, the Taekwondo uh-huh. women because I have a love kit and the push and the kit and my fans. <laughs> well, well, it's very I, good. Yeah, I mean, bam, I, I think I counted 10, right? And I was through count. I got tired looking at it. Yeah, that's why we created crazy athletics to fix the fitness problem. We as martial artists needs to need to have more cardiovascular strength because our art is so static. Think about it. That's why Billy Blank did so well with Tabo. He challenged everybody to get in shape. Now, when you look at Spartan races and CrossFit, we got to step our industry up so we can be competitive with the times of fitness. That's why Crazy Athletics was created. And now look at what it's doing. It's taking the world by storm. It's called Crazy Athletics because wherever you at, there is no excuse not to get in shape. You can do crazy athletics anywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. You can do it in your living room. You know? Exactly, exactly. So it eliminates any excuses for people not to get in, not to be in shape. And guess what? It helps us deal with obesity. Obesity is destroying our kids, even kids that are in the martial arts. With crazy athletics and point MMA, we guarantee and we know it and we didn't seen it. It is changing the face of martial arts like nothing ever, other than what Tabo did. But for our children, now you, you expect to turn some music on and do crazy athletics. Watch how pumped the kids get. Wait a minute. I practice kata to music. Do you? Do you, anybody else practice kata or, or, or weapons to music? Have you ever done your... Oh, to music? One time. Yeah. yeah. Now, and then my first time is and the... Online tournament. Uh huh. My first kata music kata. <laughs> did Did you like it? Did it make you feel yeah. different? I did, like it, and they come with the, the commas. Yeah. Okay, we. I got the. First. I win. I win. And you won. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, see, bam. There you go. The music adds right. another dimension to the program or to the um, activity that you're doing. You know, because we are rhythmic people. We, you gotta admit that. You know, the flow of the music and something about that just gets you into a groove. And today, what I'm going to do, guys, in the dojo, today, 
I'm going to put, because I got a mommy and me self-defense class. I'm going to put some music on. And for five minutes, I'm going to go through some crazy athletics with them. How about that, guys? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put the gloves on them. And I'm going to have them do some punching and kicking. I'm running around, you know, doing this, that, and the other. And then we're going to get down to self-defense, you know. And, and, I, and, I, and I truly believe that if you can learn three or four techniques, you can build off of them and make hundreds of techniques from just exactly. a basics of that one, you know, thing like that. I've, I've seen people do that with weapons. I've seen them do it with empty hand cotters and things like that. Do you believe that the martial art industry is is um, ready for a change in the uniform? Yeah, because look at crazy athletics. We don't wear uniforms. Let me let me run back two things. One thing when you go into point MMA, every class is done with music. The most powerful music to teach people how to fight is hip hop music. Okay. The most the hip hop rhythmic beats because of the fast pace and the mixing. And the scratching, imagine the footwork, imagine the, the rhythm, imagine the broken rhythm. Clean hip-hop, of course, but everything that we do is custom-made music for every workout. When you come to a point MMA event, we have DJs playing music. It becomes a big house party. It's left nothing but music, yelling, screaming, fun, excitement, because music changes the whole dynamics of what you're doing. So... That's a very important part and ingredient of point MMA. And then we also want them to be dressed like an athlete. So they do wear shorts, MMA shorts or basketball shorts and T-shirts so they can have a good time. Okay. That, that's what you – even in China, they don't work out in Chinese – when I went to China, they do not train in kung fu uniforms. They train, they train in sweatsuits. Hmm, that's interesting. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to do an online karate tournament under the Tournament of Champions. I'm going to do another one. I'm going to put crazy athletics in it. I'm going to have you come along, come on, and we're going to put in from other point MMA schools. I'm going to have a couple that I'm going to try to get on board, and we're going to try to bring two or three of them, two or three of them together, and I'm going to have you, if you have the time, to oversee when they're doing the crazy athletic part with the point MMA part, However, we're going to blend it again there. And I'm going to invite you, young lady, to come bring your son, yourself, to be a part of this. And we're going to, we're going to, shake, we're going to shake up the world. Yeah, and don't forget, I don't know if you looked on Event Reg, the, the All-American Point MMA World Champion Games, what we have every year, um, even though it's not going to be in person, it's a private event. September the 12th, if you really want to see how crazy athletics is done from the foundation of the founders, you can come on as a spectator or you can participate if it hasn't closed. I'm going to write that down. It's grimy. I'm going to write that down so because I'm going to be there, ma'am. If I'm going to be there online, I, I I welcome you to be there with us to see and how this, how this is going to be a part. But I want you to know one thing, brother. With what you, the program that you got going on right now, I think in two years, it, it's going to be such a, uh, it's going to be all over. Because I'm, I'm talking to the guy over in the United Kingdom about it right now. And he's like, I need to know more about it. You know how they talk all funny? So I'm going to put uh -huh. you in contact. 
I'm gonna put you in contact with him. They they talk the Queen's English, if you know what I mean. So put you in contact with him and see can we get that popping over there, over there in the United Kingdom? Because I think the culture over there is hip hop also, some of it. I think that you know, I wanna catch the whole world. I want it, I want Chinese people doing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what's so funny, remember the person that, the woman that just won the UFC World Championship was a Kung Fu artist. She was a Chinese Kung Fu style. No way. Yep. So here's what everybody needs to understand. For all those years that everybody said traditional martial arts wasn't practical, and it didn't work in the MMA ring, every, if you watch MMA today, all the MMA world champions are now traditional martial artists that converted and adapted their styles to the rules and regulations. And even if you look at one of our things, Anthony Pettis, the guy who jumped off the ring and knocked out the guy to win the world championship, he said it's the best. Everybody in the world should be doing point MMA. Wow. Wow. I wish I would have caught that. So, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm real serious, man. You know, um, real quick, I want to I want to um, go back to our young lady over here. I want to ask her, what's her favorite kata? Uh, Pinan two. And in Shotokan, it would be Hayan Nidan. Yeah. Oh, you like because, Hayan Nidan? Yeah, because in the, this kata have a kit or strong. But Naomi is uh, Nashi Wang is in Shotokan is Teki. Oh, Teki Kata. Oh, yeah, Teki Kata. Yes. yes. Iron the, horse. It means the, iron my horse. is Pinan 2. Pinan 2. Okay. Yeah. What about Jean or Makio? <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> no. You don't know? Oh, I'll, I'll show you those katas. I, I, I get on Zoom and I'll show you those kata. And okay. in the weapon kata, you do the side. So what is it? What is the name of your saikata? Shimabukuro. Ooh. Shimabukuro no sai and nicho sai too. I like it. Okay, okay. So yeah. you 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 like kabuto, and you say your favorite empty hand kata is pian two. Pian two. Yeah. And for me, is hayan nia hayan Okay. Well, um, yeah. I'm I'm gonna get there. We're gonna do a training together, you and I, and we're gonna do the kata. Okay, yes. Strong <laughs> cock. Yeah. Us. And then me too. I sent I sent two. Okay. S sounds good. Now <laughs> yeah. if we when we do that, we gotta get with Willie the Bam Johnson and we gotta get on air with him. We gotta do a, a a virtual thing with him and we gotta do a crazy athletic for five minutes with him. You think we can do it, man? Yes. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> hey Bam, you give us five minutes of workout with you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm with it. Oh, oh, y'all heard it here. Culture Play. Listen to me, my producers. We're going to get on it. We're going to do a virtual thing, the three of us, and I'm going to go do some crazy athletics. Don't laugh at me. I might be able to do two burpees, maybe one, uno, dos, tres, I don't know. And I'm going to do some jumping jacks, some knee raises, and we're going to do it for a minute. And just to show you, even at 63, you can still do this and have a good time. Now, I know you're only like 25, ma'am, and Bam is 56, so y'all young people don't make fun of me, okay? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, yeah, what were you going to say, sir? No, I was just going to say, even at our school, we got people as, as, as old as 66 that you 
crazy athletic. There's no age limit to who can do crazy athletics. <laughs> I think everybody should get ready for crazy athletics because the next fitness component that we put in, which is called the the ultimate martial arts athlete, uh huh, it's going to be crazy. Uh oh. Well, I'm I'm that, gonna. That, <laughs> Man, I tell you what, your guys gonna have me in really, really good shape. Or I'm gonna be sitting down with my with my my old knees might be aching, but I'm gonna try it. I'm telling you, I'm gonna do this. Culture play, y'all heard it first. Y'all heard this on culture play first. Willie the Bam Johnson, world champion, is saying that he's gonna give us a few minutes to get on this, get on there with him, and we're gonna do some crazy athletic. Okay, um, Michael Dietrich, I hope you're listening. Um, Chambers, I hear you. I hope you're listening. Now, I know my guy down there, um, uh, Michael Hornsby, is listening, his group. Man, we're going to get on there, and we're going to get there, and we're going to get down for y'all, man. We're going to, we gonna. well, wait a minute. How many exercises are we going to do? Two, three? How many minutes do we need? Two minutes? Three minutes? What are we going to do, man? How many exercises five in minutes, that thing? Five, five apparatus. We need five minutes. Oh, my God, Bam. Why did I say that? Oh, cinco minuto. Ay, ay, ay. So, okay. So, five, five minutes. And I'm I'm gonna give it everything I possibly can, and I'm gonna try to outdo you, outdo her, outdo whoever else on there with me. I'm gonna give it, man. I tell you what, I think I'm gonna win. I think I'm gonna win. I think. Well, the real winner is what you can do inside yourself. That's the beauty in crazy athletics. You compete against yourself. Man, you know what? He's good, ain't he? That 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 guy right there, that Bam. Man, I hear you. That is a fact. That- can, can I say one thing to, about Mr. Michael Dietrich real fast? Can I get one minute? Oh, man, you can take two. Go ahead. All right. First of all, I want to give love and respect out to one of my most first competitors. We used to fight each other back in the day, and if you ever see the fight, we tried to beat the living daylights out of each other. But in the end, we became the best of friends. Oof. He came out, and we united. His brother fought in Point MMA when we first launched it. At the Capital Classics, he has been a strong supporter of what we were doing. And he said, before the, before this virtual thing came about, he said, Bam, I'm on board. We're going to make this worldwide. And yes. that's what Michael has, has continued to do, to make crazy athletics and point MMA a part of the evolution of the sport. And we as a team and as a family, because we are family, yes. work hands in hand to improve the quality of our sport. That's yes. So much love goes out to um, Michael Dietrich and Event Reds for believing in what we're doing and trying to take it to the world. So let's do it. Let's do it, man. And hey, I'm all with it. And one other thing I'm going to tell you about Mr. Michael Dietrich. Now, I never heard of this before, but he gave an idea to me called the Up and Commerce Award for this Hall of Fame i done. And, man, let me tell you, I was so proud to hear people who wasn't black belts up in commerce get recognized for what they've done in the in the world of um, um, virtual karate tournament this year, who came out, like yourself, Miss Morelli, who came out and participated in the karate tournaments, and they got recognition for what they've done as an up-and-comer award. I've never heard of something that was such a stroke of genius because now... You know, we can have Hall of Fames or whatever, and usually it's the black belts that get the recognition. But now we got people out there that may be advanced belts getting recognition the same way and being and told, hey, you are up and comer. And when you get there on that other, you know, step up, then you can be recognized for what you're doing also there as well as right here. So, you know, the WFM is doing some really great things, and I'm with you on that right there 100%. Um, 
And one more question I got for the young lady here. Since I know she like doing kata, and I know you say Hayan Nidan is your favorite kata, have you ever done any of the tekioko? And I think the tekioko would be um, kihon. Kihon? Yeah. I don't know in Taekwondo um, or Tang Soo Do. I don't know how they do it. In Shotokan, you got the the um, tekiokos, then the heons. So in Tang Soo Do, I know you got peon. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know before the peon. Do you have any kata before peon? Uh, before peon and the nashing, nashing, okay. nashi wang, nashi tung, uh, ro rohan, and the, when you have a uh, brown belt and they have a rohan. Okay. But now in the red belt is nashi wang and nashi tung. Oh, so those are your very advanced kata. Yeah, it's advanced kata. Okay. Nashi wang, nashi tung, and the Royan, Rohan, okay. Rohan. Well, yeah. maybe you can teach me that how to do it, and I'll teach you makeo, which is my favorite. Well, makeo is my favorite. Because kata. sometimes me, I confuse it and the nashing. Okay. Because you know, and they put in the punch over there, over yeah. <laughs> there. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes me confuse it. Yes. For me, I practice now every day this one. Nashi one, nashi one. Yeah. Good for you. Keep practicing it like that, and keep doing it that way. Um, I, I I've been you know on here with with um, Bam and yourself. And it, it makes me think about some things that when I was coming up, we didn't have platforms like this to talk on and bring martial arts to the front. And um, I and I'm and I'm looking for some other things to do <clears throat> to bring it even more out. You know, I know that um, I don't know Master Johnson. He got maybe I think I heard. Am I if I I don't want to like give nothing away? A magazine or something like that that you guys may be doing soon. Yeah, we have a, uh, it's been around for a while. It's called Fuya. It's a, a teens empowerment magazine um, and also a mixtape um, that's also getting ready to be launched on a streaming network. So, it, yeah, we just all about entertainment. I think the next level for anybody um, is to be able to be an entertainer or express yourself in some manner. So our magazine, our mixtape, our film production company, all those different things allow martial artists to truly transition into becoming best complete martial artists. Okay. And that's the name of the program. Okay. You know, becoming a complete martial artist. Everything that we do is about expressing our martial arts mm -hmm. in some manner. Okay. Because, you know, I, I just recently just done something. There's this, this TOC magazine. I've been doing I used to do it like five years ago. But this year made me come back with the um, TOC magazine. And what I'm doing, I'm going to feature both of you guys in this TOC magazine. And it's like a, really a, a, like a newsletter for the community that I'm dealing with. And, I, and I've been trying, I'm, I'm torn between either to do it straight, strictly online or to make a copy of it and send it to you online like that. Or, you know, because what it does, is it deals with just like the, the radio show. We talk about different subjects and stuff like that. Then I put your picture in it and give you an article or two to put in there about what you're doing, <clears throat> excuse me, and what you're into. It's not like Kung Fu Illustrated or Black Belt Illustrated. It's not that big of a magazine. It's just like a, a family, a home-based magazine for the dojo. But it gets, you know, I've had people read it in other countries that get it, and they like it, and it's something to talk about. Everybody likes seeing themselves in a magazine. They kind of hold it and save it and pass it on to their kids. 
But um, I would be honored to have you guys just, you know, say a few words and have a couple photos in it and, you know, talking to the kids. Because I really want the youth, like yourself, to keep being empowered. And the TOC Magazine is only that. Tournament of Champions is the dealing with, uh, now we're dealing with virtual. And I'm trying to make sure that everybody keep picking up. Like you said, virtual is probably going to be a lot even bigger, I think, than 50-50. Because next year, when I do my in-person tournament, I want to do virtual tournaments still. I still want, you know, Bermuda, United Kingdom, you know, Canada, um, Dominican Republic. I want those people to still get online and participate in it. And the ones that can come in person, I want them to be able to come there too. So it, it, is, a, it is still a great thing to do. And training, I got to get you guys to do seminars for me to my school. I want to get you online and whatever you want to do on there. Um, and bam, if you want to do a point MMA um event on there i mean we can set that up and when you have the time and ma'am whenever you want to do something in there you know virtual we can have you come on you guys we sit it up and let you guys show these guys what we're talking about in the dojos and i don't mind being a guest instructor at any of you guys places either i think the more we help each other like you were saying the better off the whole sport is going to be if we continue to work together and you like man you know you said something the other day. You said, you know what, um, Hunchy? It's not a me thing. It's a we thing. And that's so selfish. Yeah. That is such a great martial art attitude. To don't think solely about yourself. To think about the whole big picture. And that's what I think make you even greater in the martial arts because what you're willing to give back. You know, both of you guys are athletes and both of you guys are willing to take time out and share your knowledge. But just to hear some people say that because, you know, a lot of people just want what they can get out of it, and that's it. Well, you know, Black Belt, get ready to run an article in their next magazine on Point MMA and Crazy Athletics. And one of the things I think I mentioned to you, they asked me, they said, Willie, you made a statement when we were doing a cover story where you said you just added structure to what was already done. Mm. Me and my wife do not take any credit, so I don't want me to keep on saying I created it. Me and my wife and our family created this and we created it as parents, as teachers and as community leaders. All we did was just add a structure so the world can benefit from the principles of martial arts so we can change the world. That's it. Oh man, that's that's so great. So great. Morelli, have you had something to tell the young people in the martial arts? If you had a, a message to tell the young karate people, what would you tell them and how would you tell the girls? What would you say to the young ladies that want to practice martial arts? Yeah, for in the first, listen, your instructor, your master, uh, later you you respect for the people because sometimes and the the people in the in the row you know respect everybody and the and the practice every day. Uh, listen and the instructor and the other people because it's very important. Very important. Very important, yeah. Um, do you think that the day's martial arts uh, with some schools, um, I heard them, you ever heard this saying called McDojo? You ever heard that saying before, McDojo? They make this statement about McDojos, and I, I don't know, some, some of it I think is kind of vexing to me because some people are mad at the fact that maybe some people get so popular in what they're doing and they just give it a title incorrectly. And some people may just want to mass produce stuff without giving any kind of structure. 
But I believe that if you're practicing the martial arts and you're learning how to be respectful, how to, you know, take care of yourself, how to get yourself in physically good shape, I believe it's have a benefit for you. Now, I was always told that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So when you're when you're when you're really into it and ready to go, that the you know the student gonna come when the teacher's gonna come. So I don't want the, the that that phrase to just resonate with everybody. If you see a bad school, you look, you listen. I want you to be able to tell for yourself. But like you say, you need to listen, pay attention. And a lot of times people want to jump around from school to school. Any any thoughts on that, Bam? Jumping from one school to another school without completing. What you starting? Well, I think that's the one thing that lacks in our society is loyalty, commitment, and good character. And a lot of times uh, what happens is when obstacles come because of disagreements with your teacher, you jump up and you leave. And I think that term back dojo is because a lot of incomplete martial artists went out and found the way to buy a black belt and open up a dojo and became successful. So the martial arts suffer, but the business probably prospers. That's a true statement. I mean, that's probably funny. Yeah. But we can't run from the challenge. The challenge is when we really become martial artists. Yes, sir. And so to you, if just because somebody say I make dojo, that means, you know, if, if that person is doing a, a, a school and a successful school and the, the, the content of that school, maybe that person can get from someone like yourself and get another avenue with like point MMA or bring some other program in there to maybe bring that up to another level. Or are you just saying that we should, um, the challenge, whatever challenge that is, we should step up and make that a valuable thing that they see that, you know, the real from the fake or something like that. Is that what well, you mean or something different? Well, well what I mean, and, and I, I mean, I don't want to offend anybody because I've been running a martial arts school since I was 17 with the pioneer of martial art business, Mr. Nick Kokinas of EFC and NAPMA and all those things, what I realized is that there's a master of business and there's a master of curriculum. It's kind of hard to be a master of two. What I wanted to do was realize that the product that we sell is martial arts. Okay. Martial arts can suffer because you want to make a million dollars. Point MMA is to fix that little riddle where we keep on watering down the curriculum okay. so we can make money. I don't want to water down the curriculum. You can't eliminate fighting and fitness. I want great athletes. Martial arts is there to change our world, not by selling the art short so we can make a dollar, but having a balance, having a great business and a great curriculum that changes people's lives for the better. Yes. We have the most valuable tool in the world. It's martial arts. Yes. Sorry, man. <laughs> no, man, That's I'm with you. Hey, hey, look, I think all three of us agree. If we didn't really love martial arts as well as we did, we wouldn't have stayed with it so long. I mean, right. you know, I, right. I mean, you, you stick with it because you love it, but also you stick with it because how it makes you feel. It makes yeah. you feel strong. Right. It makes yeah. you feel good. And then you can share it. And, and then, you know, people see you do it. They feel good about what you're doing. You know, they see you competing and go, wow, that was a nice, that was nice. They see when you do your point MMA and the, and the kids are getting um, hyped up over it. Guess what? They're not out there doing things that they could be doing. They're in the dojo training. They're in the, they're in the training hall training. They, they, they're, you know, thinking about how to do other things now. So 
You're right. I mean, that's what we're looking to do. Bridge that gap. And whatever it takes to bridge it, let's bridge it. Let's not complain about it. Let's just make it right. Look, everybody know Master Michael Dietrich, what he did. But if you ever, Michael Dietrich can fight, man. We tried to kill each other. <laughs> and you came up in where you had to fight. You had to fight. You can do bully roll calling and saying when the bully come, hey, say this to the bully. But if you don't feel confidence in your technique and in your heart and in your soul, that bully can smell your weakness. Come on, I'm speaking as a parent. Point MMA allowed my six-year-old kids to go out there and spar like old school in a safe and wholesome manner. And when he gets in a grappling mood, he don't cry and panic. He learns to think under pressure. So when life comes, guess what he do? He learns Deal with life on life terms. Is that what parents supposed to do? Yeah, you're supposed to raise them up to the next level. That's right. You know, you you, you make sure your children are stronger, as strong or stronger than you are. So, you know, because you want to make sure that they can take care of themselves. You know, we're not going to be around forever. They just don't have to get concussions like we got back in the day. Oh, my goodness. I I don't want to talk about how how, all the pain I went through. And all the different <laughs> aches and headaches and, you know, it, it's not. Now, um, Morelli, have you kumite a lot? Did you do a lot of fighting or did you mostly kata and kabuto? Uh, I, I like it, uh, kata, but I, I like everything. You like everything, but did you do a lot of fighting or more kata? Uh, more kata. More kata. So you yeah, got you came from and, and you like that aspect of it because you um and and, and what what um, Grandmaster Bam is saying is that from doing kata and kabuto and things like that repetition training and working is a benefit to doing that as well as a benefit from doing the other thing is a benefit from learning to do the kicks properly chambering the kick learning how to you know work the kata know how to work the block and things like that when I was coming up blocking was really important. But being fast, being an athlete was more important because when I went to a tournament and you got people like Master James Cook, Tony Overton, um, 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 oh my God, oh my God, uh, Oshima, um, um, Billy Blanks, Curtis Jordan, you know, people like that out there fighting right there. And you, you, you know, you may face them any day or any time. Your idea is not to be slow is to be um, proficient, efficient, and being able to move around without having to like just think about the next move. Kata helps you build a clock, helps you build a, a form, and you can do it without, now your kata, you can do your kata, your favorite kata, you don't have to practice it every day now to do it. You can just jump up and do it like that really quick, correct? Yeah, yeah, correct. Somebody uh, took my door. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, that's what I was saying. You know, you don't have to, what, what um, our Grandmaster Bam was saying is that because we do these things so often, we don't have to just, um, um, when we get called to do it, we can just jump up and do it automatic. It, it's not like yeah. you got to think about it sometimes. And, and I think the real world is like this. I told someone this the other day, um, if I got to practice every day how to punch, and somebody come at me and I say, wait a minute, let me warm up. I think you should take back my uh, idea of being a martial artist. If you come at me, I should be able to react and, and do what I need to do. And, and do it 
at a point or a level that okay, what it needs to be done. Okay. Just a minute, sir. Somebody touch my door, okay? Okay. So, Bam, what do you think about that? Do you have to constantly practice to be ready to fight? Yes, muscle memory. Um, point MMA has dramatically put together techniques from stand-up to ground to angles to jumps to the best of all, boxing, MMA, wrestling, sports karate, and what you do, we train them in a rhythmic motion, muscle memory under pressure, because if your muscles are trained under cardiovascular fatigue, whenever pressure comes, they'll respond like a robot. You don't have to think about it. Mm -hmm. I tell my students, when we sparring, let's slow down a little bit, because if, if I hit you hard, that means that your pressure came too hard to me, so my body been trained to complement the energies that you give me. Yes. So we're going to spar at a low level, train, you know, attack me at a low level. But yes. when you increase the pressure, I don't have to tell my body what to do. Yeah. It just happens that yeah. way. So let's calm down. Let's yeah. communicate the city. We just here to work out at a slow pace. Yes. Don't intensify. Because yes. that's just how the body is trained. And that's yeah. what martial artists do. Am I correct? That's correct. I mean, I mean, I never... I never had to um, get with my sensei and say, well, if I'm going to spar with sensei, first of all, I couldn't spar with him unless he really wanted me to. We would spar with each other. But if someone came at me and hit me hard, I didn't have to think about hitting them hard back. Automatically, it just happened. Yeah. <laughs> you you that, know what I'm, what I'm saying? It just happened. Right. That's, so, so that's just what that's we what do. Yeah, that's what we do. But, but, yeah. but let's think about something we're playing Let's think about old school fights. If I know I can stop a, a kick or a punch a couple of inches away from your face, even on a, even in an urban environment, I remember playing around with guys, and they would be joking like, yo, whoa, bam, show me some karate, man. And you'll, you'll throw a spin kick and stop at an inch from his face. And they're like, yo, don't mess with him, man. He could have knocked you out. Yeah. You ain't got to worry about that guy no more. It's yeah. like, yeah. you know, it's like, I mean, a warrior knows. Yeah. A warrior know, and let's remember that warrior spirit. Warriors know that you could have been hurt by this other warrior when they stopped it. I yeah. don't have to penetrate. And that's such a good that's example. I want to get out there. That's such a good example about, you know, true practice come from one testing himself, and even truer practice come from one believing in himself. And even greater right. practice come from one knowing himself. So That's all of these things that you're saying, man, is just a universal thing that sometimes people need to hear. You know, a, a lot of times if you hear something, even though you've been thinking it, it gives you know, us that reality part, you know. It's, That's um, right. it's, it's like when I hear um, people give a great speech or, 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 or I see a good scene in a movie, you know, or I hear a great note. You know, I don't have to... Wonder, do I like it? My my body reacts to it, you know. Verb, you know, visually and mentally, and you know, through sound, all these things kind of cooperate in the martial arts. That's why I I really like. I used to never like kata, but I like kata now because I see when someone practice kata. If you practice kata, you make me feel like you're fighting somebody. I think you got the yeah. essence of your kata. <laughs> You know, if no. it looks like if you do your kata, uh, 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 yeah. it, it's, it's, it have no feeling to it. And yeah. and that's what I'm saying, you know. When you do your kata, you want to feel the kata. You want to yeah. feel a the strong, punch. A strong kata. A strong, strong kata. Strong yeah. kata. But, 
you know, my face is looking happy, but and then you say kata, and then you say kia, and they say kia. Us. And they really kata. Us. And they really kata. Us. The kata is the life. Yes. I see long time, and I looking and the and the grandmaster and the shotokan, and the kata is the life. Us. And then you say kia. It's life. Yes. It's, it's, and then maybe you think it, and then you fighting, really, the fighting and the other people. Mm-hmm. This is Kata. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. So, I mean, we think you we know, think the same. Yes, sir. One of the things that you know, that's what I'm a world champion in. I'm one of the only Kung Fu people to be a world champion in Kata forms, weapons, and fighting. All three. Fight. Kabuto. Yeah. Kata, fighting, world champion. Right. And remember, I came up in an era where I competed against Kevin Thompson, Michael Dietrich, uh, Keith Tanabayashi, the greatest Kata experts at one time. When when I would go into a Kata, you go in New York or you go in Chicago, you were all mixed in one division. There wasn't no Chinese division. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if yeah. you was good with Kata, it didn't matter who was judging. Yep. And who you went up against, yep. the best Carter person won. Yes. Yeah. I'm from the old school. I don't believe, don't give me a special Chinese form division. I don't need it. Let's go have some Ooh. fun. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you a question then, Bam. Let me ask you a question. Because I've been working on a kata. And it's a collaboration of other katas. And I put it together. And I've I done the kata in front of um, a group of, um, at, at a tournament, a, a, a masters. I'd done the kata. You know, those masters thought that this kata was a very old Shotokan kata, but it was my original kata. It was very good. And so what you're telling me is, when you're doing a kata, the expression that you put in it, the emphasis that you put in it, made the kata so great that people recognized they didn't care if it was Kung Fu, they didn't care if it was uh, Wushu, they didn't care if it was um, 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 Shotokan, they didn't care if it was Tang Soo Do or Taekwondo or um, um, Ishin Ru or Gojin Ru. It was the emphasis you put on your kata. Can you think kata can be transformed into something special like an open kata division to be just an open and expression? That's what we did then. That's what I did when I was in China. That's what my kids do. I mean, we, we in one year on NASCAR, we developed more world champions and forms and weapons and demos than any other Kung Fu school in history. Wow. We had 20 kids that were number one in all, not just Kung Fu divisions, they were number one in Okinawan divisions because guess what? We have Kung Fu Kata's but if I put a karate uniform on you, you will think it's karate. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Kung Fu. Yeah. So it's like, we said, look, man, just put a karate uniform on. Go in Okinawa Forms Division. It looks just like an Okinawa form. And guess what? I guarantee you're going to be number one. Put a couple of key eyes in there. Watch what happened. And guess what we did? Wow. I mean, if you ever go to my YouTube channel, you can see it. I got thousands and thousands I, of videos I'm... where you can see I got to visit it. I got to visit Hey, look, guys, I thank you both for being on the show today. And an and hour that went by so quick. It's, it's, it's gone. Yes, an yes. hour went by that quick. So this is Hanchi Henry Graves. 
Um, and, and my dojo is Kahashi Mice Dojo, which is located on 2345 East Michigan Street in Orlando, Florida. And you have been on the show today with, introduce yourselves again, please, Senorita, first. Yes, sir. Your name, Kamastanyama? Mireli. Mireli from yeah. um, Kids Karate. And you also been on today with Bam, 